This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Yes, you are seeing three individuals. We are all here as residential real estate investors. We are going to talk about the residential housing market, the housing market in general. And of course, we are going to kick this off with five predictions from an apartment investor who is trying to talk about residential real estate. And that, of course, is Ken McElroy. I was asked to look at that video today. Kind of scary. How are you guys doing? Doing awesome. Yeah. Doing good, Mike. Ready for round three. <laughs> there you go. Round three. So, Dion, we will go to you first. I think there are a couple of these predictions that are layups. This might be a layup, but uh, Ken is calling for the forbearance period to officially end this year, 2021. Do you agree or disagree with that prediction? Uh, my hope is that he's right, <laughs> but we don't want to get caught living on hopium. Yeah, exactly. But whether it ends this year or next year, I don't think the forbearance is going to have as big an impact on the, the several markets as people think it will, oh, because sure. we don't have any data on how many people are on forbearance because they absolutely need to, you know, with only a 6% unemployment rate. And how many people are on forbearance because they're smart and they wanted to save a year's worth of payments that's just going to get tacked on to the end of their mortgage. Exactly. And they'll never have to pay it unless they refinance, sell, or, sell, or yeah. that's pay it. it off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so again, so I didn't really get an answer from you. <laughs> you <laughs> I didn't... did that really well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do you think it, ex it officially ends? So again, we all agree it's not going to be the impact people thought it was. But do you think the, the program goes on a shelf uh, as currently planned, sometime between September and December, or do you think they kick it to January or February? With it, and I'm going to try to stay as Switzerland <laughs> neutral as possible. <laughs> With as many blue states as we have, yes. and many blue counties and red states that we have, mm. I see it being pushed to next year. Oh, okay, all right. And and you, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> so I want it to expire. Yeah, you know, yes, um, but FHFA just extended to September thirty-one. It did like a few hours ago. I so, did see that. Yes. Yeah, so that is the slippery slope that we are on. So I'm hoping that it 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 uh, it dies out, but I don't. I, there's a, a good part of me, um, you know, New Hampshire, where we where I invest, has yeah. not done any extensions of anything. Okay. <clears throat> because they get a lot of their income from property taxes and the only yeah. people that pay property taxes are property owners and the only people that are property owners are people that are renting the people that are hopefully paying the rent if they're not yeah. paying the rent then we need to just put somebody in there who is paying the rent yeah um so i i think i honestly believe it's a 50 50 whether or not it extends is okay. you know i think that they probably likely extend and dion okay. to answer your question 25 percent of people that got forbearance didn't need it Wow. Yeah. Cause they, you told me that last week, 25% yeah. of the people that are in forbearance still made the payment. They, they did 25% still made the payment. That's amazing. So it's all, they were paying all principal, all principal. That's amazing. Yep. So both of you, if I understand Matt's half-ass answer, 
you are also saying it's extended. You're saying next year sometime, Matt. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think okay. that, well, I think that um, I as far know. as the, yeah. yeah, as far as the forbearance, yeah, I think it's, I think it gets, I think the can absolutely gets kicked down the road because, the, you know, huh. imagine that and inflation and every, I mean, just, that's just going to make a mess for that set of people for that's sure. Interesting. So I'm going to disagree yeah. with both of you. I think it ends in September. Uh, because he, this is my thinking, right? If if it doesn't end in September, it goes to next year because you'll never have anything end in, in December, right? Oh, right. you can't Agreed. do that. No, it's agreed. the holidays. Agreed. Oh, blah, blah. It's cold. Agreed. Uh. Yep. Yeah. So I think it ends in September. Uh, but again, all that means is people have to start making payments in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, by the way, everything that was kind of done, I think the avoidable, avoidable foreclosures, it's going to resolve 90 to 98 percent of the people that are still in and oh by the way we're under 2 million now right i think it peaked at 4.3 it's under 2 million so they're cranking through that program already and um so yeah no inventory problem from it dion was absolutely right but i am going to say it officially ends in september so i'm going to actually be different than both of you and god damn it i'm going to agree with ken McElroy. (laughs) that that's painful all right. So going to be wrong. <laughs> the eviction moratorium. And we will talk about the CDC order only because I think each state county is different. Yes. Let's mm-hmm. just start with the CDC thing and only go there. So we'll go to you first, Matt. What do you think? CDC eviction moratorium ending. Uh, oh. It's currently planned in September. Uh, uh, June. Oh, right? June. CDC. Sorry. No, yeah, June. June. Yeah. My yeah, bad. We're, we're, we're 13 days away. Yeah. So June. From, my bad. from them changing their minds. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think that they have every reason to lift it, especially with three federal judges telling them it's unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. So I think they have every reason to lift it, but I would say I'm only 80, 20 that they're going to. I think there's still there's still 20% of me that thinks that they are going to kick that can further down the road because I found it interesting that on all of the cases that I filed, and it wasn't a ton, but it was a few, on all of the cases that I filed for tenant assistance and I helped the tenants go through that process, Mm-hmm. For some reason, we filed March 15th when the funding was available mm-hmm. in their emergency program. Let me say that again. In their emergency program, in their emergency program, I just got the check Wow! on, on June 14th. So days. three months, this was an emergency program, three months. Wow. But what's interesting was, is they covered basically what was the ledger, right? But mm-hmm. then they also gave an extra three months. Oh, so why would you do that? Why would you give the extra three months when they already know they're in the process, they're going to get approved, they're going to get their back rent paid. They haven't been paying for six, seven, eight, nine months, and you're kicking them another three. So they're good to the end of September. These, these people that got approved, yeah, these people that got approved are good to September, end of September. So again, you're playing coy with me. So your answer is, does it get extended or not? I think it's I think it's twenty percent chance it gets extended. I think it's an eighty percent chance that that there would be such upheaval over it getting extended that they would stop it. I'm yeah. hoping that's the case, but honestly, I'm voting a lot more with my hope and my heart than I okay. am with with what I'm seeing from you know. We always talk about Mike watching what people are doing. Oh, yeah, I don't true. like I don't like anything that they're doing. FHFA extending already. I've not seen any of these forbearance plan conversions. Mm-hmm. No one has talked about any, and maybe I've missed it, but I've not seen anybody talking about a forbearance plan conversion where they say, Hey, you're off at the end of June. 
forbearance is over for you. And so this is what our program is going to be for you guys. It's going to be a 0% or 0.99% for yeah. whatever amount of time. I've not seen anything like that. Yeah. So Matt, the mortgage guy has brought a couple to me. We can talk about that offline. So there Definitely. are, there are pretty, there are options and I'm going to get Matt okay. to, to break that down. We're talking tomorrow because yeah. he was at his kid's graduation yesterday. Cool. Uh, so Dion, what about you? Do you think it's CDC gets kicked down from Jan June 30th? This is one I think ends June 30th. Uh, oh, God bless you. I hope you're right. <laughs> I know it's, it's <laughs> one of those things again, where I hope it's right. But even if it doesn't, yes, there are some people who are playing games. Mike, you've talked, you've had a couple oh, who yeah. are just playing the system and, and going, but you have 180 plus units. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I only have 16. I've never seen a later missing payment. And even last year, Show off. when everybody was nervous, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I only have 16. The, no, <laughs> no, the other part, never had, a, part, never yeah. had a late never had. missing payment. That's the uh, part. <laughs> but so last year in April, I thought everyone was nervous. I offered $200 off across the board to all the tenants and half my ah. tenants said, no, thanks, we're working. Like. Ah. There are good people out there that are that have the ability to just say, I'm not going to pay anymore because there's a ban going on. You can't kick me out. You can't do anything about it, but it's yeah. not really happening. Yeah, It's creating a lot of fear, even to investors that I talk to every now and then who are completely financially free by their real estate portfolio mm -hmm. are saying they don't want to ever buy anymore because they never thought it would happen where people don't have to pay and yeah. you can't kick them out. It's had a later missing payment either. So... Right. I think it ends. I think some states will continue it. Like you said, that's a separate topic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think yeah, the CDC is done. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with you on this one. I think CDC has had enough. I think they realize. I hope so. Uh, I think they've seen now three federal court cases saying you freaking in, you you went against the U.S. Constitution. And oh, by the way, that's kind of an important document. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't think the CDC is going to stand up and do it again. But I. But to the other point. I have no vote about states. I'm in a blue state. I'm in a really blue state. I would, it would not be unfathomable for my governor to extend it. But let's just talk about CDC because this is a national show. I think the CDC has had enough. And frankly, it's the 17th. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't see the chatter, the, oh my God, 10 million eviction. Blah. I don't see that, which I did three months ago. Mm. I don't see it now. So. Uh, yep, I think the CDC uh, thing dies as it should on the 30th. Number three, we're going back to you, Dion. This is good old Ken McElroy realizing he got burned last time. So if you don't recall, Ken McElroy came out like nine months ago and said housing was going to fall 40%. I did lots of videos on it, bet him 10 grand. He didn't take me up on it. Now what he's saying is home prices peak in 2022, and that's all he says. So what he is basically telling us is real estate is going to have at least a negative 1% appreciation in 2023. That's about all I can interpret from his opinion. So Dion, do you think housing peaks in 2022 and we actually, again, nationally speaking, have a negative uh, value or negative appreciation in, um, I'm sorry, peaks in 2022, we have a negative print in 2023. Only if interest rates go up significantly in 2023. If they stay at or about where they're at now, I think we're going to see more and more lenders offering that 40-year mortgage option. I think we're going to see more and more hedge funds investing in single-family mm -hmm. homes, which is going to drive prices up. Uh -huh. Because a lot of those hedge funds, as an investor, I have to look at the cash flow maybe two years from now. Right. If I house act for a year, 
I'm not really factoring that, but the next year when I move out and rent out all the units, what is my cash flow going to be? Hedge funds can look five years from now with this projected rental path. This is where our profit will be. They can buy what we would call alligators now, right? Mm -hmm. Because they know how many they're going to be buying and it's in the billions over mm -hmm. the next few years. Yeah. So if interest rates don't change, prices keep going up 23, 24, 25, yeah. we're going to see uh, easier lending options to keep the payment down and more people looking at single family as an asset class to invest in, which is going to drive prices up. So you would, so uh, you would say in 2023, uh, not a negative print. So some positive number. Correct. Right. Okay. All right. How about you, Matt? I agree. Yeah. I don't, I don't see anything. I don't see it going negative next year. I mean, there might be a blip in a month, sure. you know, in one of those weird months, Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, there might be one of those weird blips, um, but not anything that's going to be month after month for sure. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, lumber prices have come down significantly, you know, technically they're in a bear market now that mm -hmm. changes things. Sure does. Um, the rates, like Dion said, obviously people buy based on payment, not based on value. That's a huge thing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we all know that basically if there's any sort of correction whatsoever, that wall street's got billions of yeah. dollars, um, including our good buddy, Jamie, you know, yeah. I, I called him and call me back. He didn't call you back. You left a voicemail. I left him a voicemail. I was like, Jamie, talk to me about all this cash. You got sitting 500 billion bucks, 50 billion exactly. a month. Yeah. And that's the thing is he's got, he's got 500 billion sitting there by the end of this year. He'll likely have a trillion dollars. He will a trillion a bucks. private company with a trillion dollars of cash, cash, cash. That hurts my head. Yeah. Like yeah. that's ridiculous. And to, to Dion's point and something, Mike, you and I have talked about a lot, which is we're buying with a mortgage. They're buying with cash. <laughs> Any money that you're getting for rent is a return on that cash. Absolutely. So it's just a matter of what is good. Mm -hmm. What is average? What is good? What is great? Right. Exactly, exactly. And they're looking at it and saying, what other asset are we going to put this money in that we're going to see a 20% return on our capital on yeah. an annualized basis? or a 15% or even 10%. Yeah, I uh so I think Ken McElroy again is is uh is wrong here. Yeah. Really Ken, you, you you the one example you talk about here is a 660 unit building in Katy, Texas as I recall. <laughs> you yeah. should talk about apartment investing, multifamily, you know, NOI, value add. We'd love to hear it. You need to stay out of single family. Uh I'll be really declarative. So we had 15% last year. I think we'll have 7% this year. I think we'll have 4% next year. We'll have two percent after that, and uh, I don't think we, I don't think we go negative, possibly until twenty twenty five, if at all. Um, but Mike, appreciation is down fifty percent. Exactly. That's what all the crash people are going to talk about. Is oh my god, appreciation's down fifty percent. What are we going to do? Seven is a positive number, people. God. Well, one of the problems with um, formats like YouTube is people click on what they want to see. Yes. So. Ken knows what he's doing with um, social media and he's got, you know, 250,000 people he does. subscribe to his channel because he says, you're going to get a 40% crash. I'm going to click on that because I want a 40% crash. So everything's yeah. on sale for me. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's going to happen. It just means that's what I wanted to hear as an investor. Yeah. And now he's saying, yeah, we see all these trends where it's not going to crash now, but don't worry. 2023 is going to be your time. Yeah. So we'll click on that. Yeah. Pretty crazy. All right. Number four, I think it's Matt's turn. He's talking about renter nation. Uh, didn't really go into it. The first time I heard about Renter Nation, I think was Grant Cardone. Basically how I it interpreted is, yeah. it in here is uh, home ownership <clears throat> rates. So in my investing career, home ownership rates have went at a peak of 71, 
which is like the end of the bubble, which was frankly not good lending got us there. Mm-mm. And I think mm-hmm. it went as low as 62, uh, somewhere, give or take. But right now, Ken in his video said we're at 68%, so probably near the top end of a, of a market. Um, but he's saying over the next decade, we're going to trend lower. And again, Ken was very smart. He didn't actually give a number. Yeah. He just said lower. So, yeah. well, that's uh, easy. That's easy, right? <laughs> so let's 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 pick sixty four percent. Let's let's pick sixty four percent, right? Do you think over the next decade we're at sixty eight? Do you see so many negative trends that that Americans just give up on the dream of home ownership and they just become renters, or what's the deal, Matt? Not if they're buying your course, they aren't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What's the deal? I mean. I mean, seriously, like at the end of the day, you know, what, so I think what's going to happen, I think what Ken's missing is that with inflation, rents are going to go up Mm -hmm. and his rents are going to go up large because a lot of the stuff that he buys is, isn't necessarily turnkey. It's value add type of stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So he goes in there, he's getting a thousand. He does value add and then inflation. And then you look at that over a three to five year period, he's 13 to 1500. And then you've got people that are literally trying to run out of the building because they're like, we have no control over our rent. We have no control over our future. Mm-hmm. We have no control over anything that's going on. And control is a little bit, you know, a little bit Squishy. unreasonable because yeah. yeah, it's a little, exactly. Because I mean, technically when you buy with the bank, you don't control then either. Yeah. Um, but you control, you certainly control your 30 year costs far in a far better fashion. Yeah. Then if you don't, because your taxes aren't going to go up 1200 bucks in a year where your paint, where your rent's going to go up, can easily go up a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Your mortgage isn't going to go up a hundred, you know, a hundred bucks a month. Shouldn't. I mean, right. that's, that's a pretty, you know, out pretty far outlier. Yeah. Very cool. All right. How about you, Dion? No, I think he's absolutely wrong on this one. Yeah. Uh, not Matt. Can. Can <laughs> <laughs> there. I'm like, I can't wait to hear this one. Dion. Oh, I got it wrong again. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm agreeing. Yeah, no, I think what happened in 2020 was a lot of people are now having the option to work at home. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and Mike, you've said it on your channel before. People can live in the middle of a big city, pay $4,500 a month for a tiny yeah. little apartment, or they can pay $1,500 a month for a house. Exactly. And so $2,000 a month for that house or $3,000 a month for that mm-hmm. house is still less than $4,500 for that crappy little apartment yeah. in a you know more city area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see a lot more of that as we go forward. Some companies are requiring people to return to work, but some companies are realizing it's cheaper to have that person at home. If they're not commuting, if they're not having to come into the office, we don't need the office space. We can either save money to pay them more or pay them less because they're working from home. And that option is attractive to a lot of people. So I think home ownership is going to go up and it's really still going to trend that way because of formats like this. In 2003, when home prices were going up, people were just thinking, I need to buy a house. There wasn't any YouTube university teaching people, this is how you structure your loan. This is the way you should look at buying your house. This is how you find out if an area is good for you or not. The self-education out there with all the channels that are available is huge, which is making a lot more uh, home buyers than renters. Yeah. Well, I think, I, think, I think both of you are right here. I think Ken is wrong. Again, I think some of this is him talking his book. His right? book he's, yeah. a, he's an apartment guy. Um, he's looking for syndications and LPs, right? He's trying to raise money. No secret, I don't think. But yeah, I think I don't. I think there's a lot of things that point to home ownership at least staying where it's at, uh, if not going up. I I do not see it going to 64. Could it go to 67 or 66 because of affordability? Sure. sure. But let's 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 also remind folks something. Both of you do, 
and you've added to the course, house hacking and self-management, um, that is a powerful way to get started. It A, gets you on the property ladder. It starts you on your path to four. You can literally become a millionaire via house hacking, your four, three, two, one. Um, I really truly believe if we just focus on getting 20 somethings to realize their first house should be a house hacked fourplex, uh, we could really, really change the world. So I, I believe, I, I do not believe, I believe we are a country where home ownership is one of the American dreams. And I'm not willing to give up on that. And you can make the American dream whatever you want. That's the beauty of this country. I think for a lot of people, owning a home is the dream. Uh, and I don't see that going away. I, I don't. And let's not forget something I haven't talked about on my channel. And I actually didn't mention on my live stream of Ken McElroy. Uh, when I gave my feedback on this was don't forget Biden is talking about a first time buyer tax credit, exactly. five, 10, 15 grand. <clears throat> what happens if he comes out and says, Hey, in 2022, we're going to hand out 10 grand or 15 or whatever uh -huh. it is. How could, how, how could housing go down? Right. How could ownership go down? Prices will go up. Don't get me wrong, but that's going to make more owners. So I think I, I just don't see that. I think that is him talking his book. So the last one, uh, and where are we going? One, two, I forget. I think we're going back to Dion. Dion's turn. Dion's turn. So this one's kind of a layup, I think. So again, Ken is being a lot more slick now, right? So he, all he said is we're going to have higher rates by the end of next year. He didn't even put a floor in the ground. So good job, Ken. Uh, today's average 30-year rate is 3.11, according to Matt, the mortgage guy, right? My, my mortgage lender. So I don't, I don't like doing that. We're going to say 4%. For the average 30-year owner rock, 20% down, whatever it is. So, Dion, do you think the by the end of next year, so 18 months from now, that the 30-year fixed rate loan will be above 4% or not? The way I like to look at interest rates, and this is actually something I picked up from you, Mike, last okay. year, All which right. helped me get a deal that I would have missed, is it doesn't matter. There might be a little bit of a lag to the price, yes. but if rates go up, the value, you know, the price of the property would come down because of affordability mm -hmm. might be a little bit of a lag. It's gonna be a lag so yeah. to me, it wouldn't matter if they go up or down or stay the same. I'm going to be looking for just as many properties. True. I think that they will go up. I think we have tried to keep them low to keep the economy going. And mm -hmm. there's such demand with such small supply that there's no reason to keep them low. There will mm -hmm. be just as much demand, even if rates go up. So I think that they'd have no reason to keep them low. So they're probably going to be going up. Okay. So above 4%. Yep. Okay. And you, Matt? So like we always talk about, watch what people are doing, not what they're saying. Exactly. I refied literally my entire portfolio yeah. to get fixed rate debt or debt that was fixed for at least Me. five to seven years. Me too. You know, and that's times, that's, you know, 25 buildings. Like that was a colossal paperwork yeah. pain in my ass. <laughs> I can only imagine. Oh my word. Like how many, how many through, times do you have to send your tax return to different banks holy, and financial honestly, statements? Mike. Yeah. Like I feel so like the first 10 or 10 or 12, like I was nice. Sure. I'll get that for you again. Sure. I'll get that for you again. Number 13, you're asking me for that again. I'm driving, <laughs> I'm driving to the bank, you know? So it was like, you. yeah. Why are you so disorganized? <laughs> You know, but then I've got my folder. So it's literally just a drag and drop. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, you know, honestly, Mike, I think at the end of, at the very end of 22 or beginning of 23, I think it has a five handle. Ooh, a five handle. I love that I call. 
I so do. yeah, I, I certainly believe it's north of four. Uh, I yeah. think, I think, you know, again, if you follow my daily financial news, tapering is going to start probably mm -hmm. August, September tapering will finish next year. Then rate rises. I think there's an official fed rate rise next year, even though they're calling 23. So yeah, I think easily over 4% um, by the end of next year. Um, so let's add another one. He didn't go here, but since I have both of you, let's talk about rents. Yeah. Right. Do you think rents go up 5% from where they are now in your units by the end of next year? And we'll go to Matt first. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just yes. Yeah. I've <laughs> met me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like, this is the opportunity where a lot of folks, you know, for, for years, you know, we would do, if they were a good tenant, they paid on time. We'd probably give them that first renewal. We mm -hmm. wouldn't give them a bump. Me too. And then that second renewal, I would probably give them a little bit of a bump just because yep. at that point I'm two years behind on what taxes now are. And that's that's the largest reason for that. Sure. Um, but I think that they're going to have to, and Ken should know this better than anybody. Yeah. Because he's going to have to refi some of that debt. No joke, right? <laughs> and yeah. so what does 150 units or 650 units what was the purchase of that? Even if it's fairly well capitalized and you got a 70% LTV or whatever the number is, mm -hmm. you're going to have to cover a, probably a rate increase from in the threes, low fours yeah. to mid fives, or you're just going to make a whole lot less. Oh yeah. I can already see the calls to your limited partners. Oh, we need another 10 grand from each of you. Exactly. So yeah. that's where I think that, I think that if you're really calling for that, you're calling for that, you know, or saying, no, it's not going to raise. Well, then where are you going to get all the extra money you're going to need? Because if you, I mean, rates are definitely, I mean, just it's math. How can they knock her up? Like the, yeah. the chasm between, you know, like the 10 year note and inflation is Ooh. it's bigger than the grand Canyon at this point. Yeah. No, probably getting bigger for the next couple of months. So Correct. how about you, Dan, what do you think? 5% rent increase over the next 18 months? So I've tried to keep my face as neutral as possible so that I can hear what Matt had to say. Because <laughs> yeah. apparently I'm enjoying telling him he's wrong whenever he is. <laughs> Five percent? No. Okay. Ten percent? Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, 10%. oh see, yeah. So I'm yeah. saying more than five. Yeah. That, that's why I figured that's what you meant. Yeah, but I was yeah. A chance to call you wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you're absolutely right. Uh, people are buying properties right now, thinking, okay, if rents go up a little, I'll be able to cash flow. Not thinking that taxes are going to reset within the next year. Oh, so yes. I recently listed a unit where rentometer and the housing authority had fallen behind. They can't keep up with how oh, fast. They're not, yeah, right now they're up. all behind. So I had to use Craigslist and apartments.com to even come close. And when I put it, I don't want to give the exact numbers because that tenant might be watching, but <laughs> <laughs> let's just get, hypothetically, let's say I listed one at $600 higher than where it used to be. And I had 12 applicants within four hours. Yes. Oh, a yeah. $600 increase wasn't enough. Nope. So that tenant's paying significantly more than what I used to get, but they're not paying as much as I could have gotten for the area. Right. So I will be using a binder method on every single one of my units next yes. year because in 2020, I didn't do rent increases, I, yeah. you know, moratorium or whatever. Mm -hmm. In yeah, 2021, a couple of the leases are coming up and I'll be doing that. Yeah. And, and I'm putting together a specific binder video for the one rental at a time works class. Thank you. But I'm waiting because I just closed on a duplex. And I actually have current, this is what I paid. This is what the yeah. rents were. This is the binder. This is the effect. Perfect. And so once I have that done, that'll be the video. And that's going to be every single one of my units. And that's the fun part. I have confidence, absolute confidence that my tenants are going to request. They're going to ask for more than a 10% increase across the board. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. So this, this is going to be interesting because I'm going to agree with you and disagree with Ken. Well, actually Ken didn't go here, but I'm going to tell Ken he's in trouble. So <laughs> I have, I have several buildings that are, that are 20 units. They're not 660. They're none of this stuff. They're stuff that I picked up during the crash and right. And they're like, they're like five on the five on the bottom five. It's like, they're close together, right? They're like the wrong thing to have today. All right. I have some in courtyards that are more like individual houses and those are fine. But when they're really close together, not very good today. So here's the problem or the opportunity. I think single family easily up 10%. Easily. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Rent. However, apartments like I'm talking about could be flat, right? I'm seeing such a divergent in my portfolio between houses and apartments. It's not huh. funny. And that's, that's what Ken's going to be in trouble with, right? If, if people really get this space is good, you know, don't like vertical living, don't like elevators, that nonsense. That's it, my apartments are sitting vacant for weeks. My houses rent in hours. Um, right. It's just a different game. Now that all could change, right? This could be behind us in six or nine months when people forget, but right now housing is where I want to be cheapest debt, you know, cash flow rent increases, fixed rate debt. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. 10% rent in single family, but not apartments in my opinion. So pretty crazy. So guys, thank you for being part of one rental at a time, your content and how to get started. One rental at a time made it so much better. You both have experience that I do not have and don't pre- pretend to have. Uh, so thank you for that. So Dion, how can people find you? The uh, best way <laughs> to find me is actually here. <laughs> one rental at a time. Look me up in the Facebook group. I'm on bigger pockets. Uh, Dion Talk, Financial Freedom, YouTube channel. I answer every comment that comes in because I'm still small enough to be able to do that. Um, thanks. And you, Matt, how can people find you? Lumberjacklandlord.com or Lumberjacklandlord on YouTube or, and uh, Tuesdays with uh, the amazing Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Oh, man. Thank you very much, guys. Again, I appreciate you guys adding to the content, helping people. Uh, house hacking, self-management, don't have experience. The fact that you guys created content for that means the world to me. So thank you for that. And enjoy. This was fun. Three guys talking. Good time. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mike.